Gabe, I'm tired of old movies. Well, let's watch some new ones. Yeah, maybe like a mini-sode or something? Dude, are you reading my mind? That's exactly what I was thinking. Let's go to the movies! Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where two moronic friends go back in time and watch movies every now and then. But today, we're not doing that, as you know. This is a mini-sode. We just saw Spider-Man Homecoming this last weekend, and we're here to talk about it for you and your I family. I am not a moron. Speak for yourself, because I am. <laughs> <laughs> we did watch Spider-Man Homecoming. Here is the trailer. What's up, guys? So, to become an Avenger, are there, like, trials or an interview? Do me a favor. Can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Just stay close to the ground. You're the Spider-Man from YouTube. Can you summon an army of spiders? No, Ned, no. Do you know him, too? I stole his shield. Can I try the suit on? Badass. The rich and the powerful, like Stark, they don't care about us. The world's changing, boys. Time we change, too. These weapons are crazy dangerous. Listen, Peter, forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. Your legal weapons barrier was at 2.30. You missed it. Somebody had died. I was just trying to be like you. I wanted you to be better. I'm gonna need the suit back. But I'm nothing without this suit. If you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to label you like that earlier. That's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, big movie of the summertime. It's July right now. It's hot. It's, so it's time for a hot it's movie. It's very warm. I'm actually sweating right it's, now. It's time so. for a red hot movie. Yeah. Um everyone knows Spider-Man. Everyone knows who he is. Everyone knows what he does. Not, not everyone. Not the people <laughs> in his world. But this story is about Peter Parker with the help of his mentor, Tony Stark. What are you reading? <laughs> trying to balance his life as an ordinary high school student in New York City while fighting crime as a superhero, superhero alter ego, Spider-Man, when a new threat emerges. Wow. And that is Michael Keaton as another bird. <laughs> that was a very concise and clear description. I'm surprised that you could just come up with that off the top of uh, your head. I'm just, you know, I'm like an IMDb <laughs> in my head. Mm. Uh, you went to your IMDb mind palace. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's more or less the story. Uh, we'll obviously talk about specific things, but what I think I liked most about this Spider-Man is it just let the story ride, man. It didn't have to go back. We didn't have to watch Uncle Ben die. Oh, yeah. We didn't have to watch... Everyone be sad and him get bit by the spider. We already knew. We already knew, man. He was already there in the Avengers, so we're, he, we're good. The director, John Watts, trusted us. He trusted us 
to put the pieces together. I mean, he's had a little bit of help from the Marvel Cinematic well, Universe yeah. lately. Yeah. So, but I would I would just feel like most people would still go back and do the same thing over again. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing. You, you shouldn't expect anything more than that today. Yeah. Did you like the Sam Raimi Spider Man's? I did. I Spider-Man's? I liked the first one. I love the second one. The third one is obviously what it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, it has some great scenes that I do like for the irony of them. But um, yeah, yeah they, they weren't bad. Um, I like the third one because it's so Sam Raimi. Yeah, but it, it's not good. I no, mean, it's not good. It has good moments. You're right. The uh, second one is very good. This one I think is better than all three. Yeah, this is sure. I think the best Spider-Man. I think it's one of the better superhero flicks ever. Honestly, yeah, Matt. Yeah. Matt said it. Matt yeah. came out publicly came out and, said it. and said that this was the best superhero film since The Dark Knight. Full disclosure: I didn't see Logan, so that could possibly be up there in the mix. This, uh, this is better than Logan. Okay, well, I that's think. that's just what I think. I think The Dark Knight's like, I love The Dark Knight. I think it's a perfect movie. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I almost watched um, it last night. For some reason, it was yeah. cruising HBO Go, and it was there, and I almost just calling your name. Almost watched it. It's, it's been. Is about, it because you want to be a superhero and you're yeah. training right now? Yeah. yeah, Batman is my favorite superhero, <laughs> and it's been like three years since I've seen it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I think that this movie is very well crafted. I mean, we're just going to talk generally now and get into spoilers later, but I I just like the way that, like I said, John Watts trusted the audience to know what is happening. So we got to see Peter Parker just be a high schooler for a bit, which is really refreshing because I think the reason I like Dark Knight so much is because we can really empathize with Batman because he's, at the end of the day, a normal dude that has crazy martial arts training and lots of money, so he has lots of gear. But Don't we all? Yeah, so <laughs> he's going through lots of trouble. And and we can really empathize with him on a human level, and we can do that with Peter Parker too, because I mean we're not super far removed from high school. You yeah, know, like a, a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe little, you're not super far. Uh, a little bit. Uh, so we remember what it was like to you know go through the same problems that he did with girls, or you know with being popular or all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's fun to watch him juggle that and juggle being Spider Man. Yeah. And I think that, uh, is it Tom Holland? Tom yes. Holland. He did a very good job in this movie. I think that going forward, the Spider-Man movies or his involvement in the MCU is in very good hands because I think that he really, really nailed Peter Parker. Yeah. It was just really nice to see uh, a more high schooly Peter Parker. I mean, yeah. when we didn't have anything to compare it to and Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man, <laughs> it, it, I, it was great. I loved yeah. that first movie because it was also... Really, it kind of kicked off superhero movies yeah. again. Yeah. If you think about it, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, looking back, he doesn't really look like he's a high schooler, mm-hmm. but uh, whatever. Yeah. But, but this was great. It was just like, it was so much more realistic to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that everyone loves realistic comic book movies and also doesn't like them. And this had a really perfect balance of the two. Yeah. It was still co- like comic bookish and quirky and funny, but also had the. It was true, I guess. That's a better word than real. Yeah. To bring was, that word up I was going to say grit. It has the grit that like the Dark Knight does. At some points in the movie, it doesn't go quite that far. Right. Uh, but it does have that good mix of, you know, comic book hokiness and uh, and and the grit that... And the, and the superhero movies, I, I like a lot because I like seeing superheroes struggle. Yeah. And I think what this movie does very well is even though 
you know that he's a superhero and you know that he's going to pull it out in the end. There were some times where I was like, dang, how is he going to get out of sure. this moment? Sure. Um, especially like in the last 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, there were some amazing twists in this movie that I did not see coming did at all. Did not see coming at all. Yeah. Um, and I just thought all the performances were great across the board. I can't really pick out anybody that I thought was bad or even just good. I thought everyone was great. Yeah. Everybody was good. Uh, mm. A couple of nice debuts from younger actors that are good. I don't know if they'll... Yeah go anywhere but i hope they do so yeah i don't i don't know his uh or his friend uh ned is played by jacob Batalon. so he plays like his uh nerdy friend that wants to be the guy behind the computer screen is what he says so he's always like Mm -hmm. he's like there's always a guy on a computer screen telling you where to go i want to be that guy uh he was amazing and then of course you have robert downey you have michael keaton you have marissa tomei you have john favreau gwyneth paltrow comes in there for like a few seconds i mean you have this this crazy cast yeah um and i think that they used Robert Downey Jr. very well in this movie. Um, I think that he could have come off, uh, maybe he's like not needed almost, but I think that he was essential to the story and pushing I, Peter. I like his presence there. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, he, you're right. He is, a, he is like this, I don't know, uh, sort of this engine in the background that kind of keeps his story moving. I get not, not, not his personal story, but he's always there. It's always something that they tie back to. He pushes him along for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I think he helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, just overall, visually gorgeous. The CGI was incredible in this yep. movie. Um, Very good. The sound was awesome. I mean, I never nothing really stuck out to me as being bad. Um, so that's always a good sign. And just overall, I mean, I like this movie. I wish that all superhero movies were this caliber because then I would not have such an apathy towards them. Yeah, you're right. It was great. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, unless you have anything else, unless unless you have and anything left. else to say, I don't know. Uh, we will get into spoilers now. Hey, Snape kills Dumbledore. Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> Snape kills Dumbledore. Uh, I did not see that Michael Keaton twist of him no. being no. the girl's father at all. No, of course not. I mean, there's a there's the racial thing that throws you off. Yeah, right. He's white and she's black, but mm-hmm. that's fine. It but it just it's another thing to throw you off the trail, mm-hmm. and they don't. I don't think we're bad for not seeing it. I mean, they didn't give you any clues. It was no. just a great twist. Yeah. And yeah. it was, our whole theater goes, oh. Yeah. It, was it was definitely funny. a Shyamalan level twist there. Yeah, it was nice. Um, Because when he opened the door, because in the context of the movie, if you're still listening uh, and you haven't seen the movie, I don't know why you're listening, but <laughs> in the context of the movie, he goes to prom with this girl that he likes at school. He finally gets a shot with her and then he goes to pick her up and it happens to be Michael Keaton at the door, who is the you know the the, the antagonist of the story. He's like a, a hawk, a mechanical hawk uh, guy. I think that's the, like, vul- the vulture. Vulture is his name. That is trying to steal these parts that are left over from the end of the Avengers movie, where all the aliens attacked, so he can like create weapons of mass destruction and stuff. Yeah. But he opens the door, and it's it's Michael Keaton, and you're like, whoa, yeah, freaking. My mind is blown. And Peter knows who he is at this point because he's had interactions with him, but Michael Keaton doesn't know mm-hmm. that it's. That he's spot that Peter Parker is Spider Man yet. Yeah, he figures it out shortly after. Yeah, um, but he doesn't know, so it's just very tense. I do want to say that's like brilliant screenwriting. Yeah, when you have the the protagonist knows what's happening, the antagonist doesn't, but you know that somehow he's going to figure it out. And the scene where he does figure it out is so tense mm-hmm. and so well done. They're so in a, good. they're in a cab waiting to go, and Michael Keaton is just kind of piecing it together slowly, and Peter already knows, so he's just like freaking out and trying to cover his tracks. Yeah. Um, but you know, and then he gets out and they fight and they have their, their big fight, which is a really long, good fight. Um, 
like takes place in a you know camouflaged plane jet, fi- jet avengers jet thing that, yeah that uh stark owns and yeah. and they end up like blowing up and you think he's dead but he's not so yeah i just um in terms of spoilers i don't know what else i would i would spoil michael keaton lives but uh <laughs> yeah michael uh peter parker dies <laughs> yeah peter parker dies <laughs> so that this was is, the other twist this is the end of the franchise <laughs> of the first movie um yeah i don't think there's a lot more to actually spoil mm-hmm. um tony stark brings him in and sort of he after he redeems himself there's a whole great sequence that it's his coming of age he's becoming a man tony stark says you know if you're nothing without the suit then you shouldn't have it Mm -hmm. and peter has to learn that he is a hero by nature just by who he is and so he defeats vulture without his suit he has his web shooters but he does all this amazing stuff without his not his power obviously he's he's spider-man he has powers but without the help of his amazing suit that has all this tech and all these abilities and an awesome voice voice by jennifer connelly by the way oh really it was karen that's fun yeah that's fun um who who was married or was married to paul bettany who's the voice of tony stark's suit oh so that's kind of cool that's a little trivia um but yeah so he, he defeats vulture without a suit anyway at the end tony brings him to the avengers headquarters gives him an upgraded suit offers him an upgraded suit and is like, you're here. You're a member of the team. You have a room here. I'm going to go introduce you to all these reporters. And the kid's like, no, I want to go back to Queens and just help out the little guy for a while. Mm -hmm. And that impresses Tony, of course, and blah, blah, blah. So they let him go. But it's cool to see that uh, he's, you know, he's accepted this role now. Mm -hmm. And uh, he understands who he is. And so I guess in the next movie, we get to see him in that awesome suit. Yeah. Because that suit was really cool. It was pretty sweet. Um. You you did bring up the suit, which also makes me think the way that they revealed information in this movie was just, I think, amazing. I think the screenplay is really good. And and one of the things they did well is in a lot of superhero movies, if somebody's getting a suit and there's a lot of stuff that they get, it'd be so easy for somebody just to say, oh, it has this and this and this and yeah. this. And it's just them reading a list. <laughs> yeah. But in this movie, he has to figure it out on the fly in a situation where he's trying to... Pe- to catch these bad to guys. To be quiet. And, and it's hilarious. Yeah. We figure it out as Peter figures it out. Yeah. And so it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, just very excited about this movie. The only thing that, that I, is a knock for me, and it's like it's such a nitpicky thing, uh, which you don't have to do with movies this caliber, but, but I usually do anyway, uh, is like the continuity of the locations was a little weird. Because yeah. I thought it was so cool that it took place in Queens. A lot of it was shot in the neighborhood that we live in, mm-hmm. uh, in yep. Sunnyside. And there was a scene where you see like this funeral home sign, which is like right down the street from you. Like, yeah, yeah. Two minute walk yeah, from where you live. Yeah, it's not far at all. And uh, he like shifts over to Astoria. Like he's on 21st <laughs> Street Astoria. And in my head, yeah. as somebody who lives there is like, that's really weird. That's always how movies about New York are though. Yeah. But you, I don't, you never see sunnyside or you never see you see a story sometimes yeah you you see what that one great shot of the seven line yeah and it's beautiful it's a beautiful shot mm-hmm. but um you're right and then there's also some like fake suburbs that they go to yeah i mean i know those exist maybe on long island or something but it like big yeah. plush green lawns and big trees yeah um, their grass was too green yeah <laughs> it does set it up for a, again just the movie being true and like realistic to me and in a 
in a lighthearted way. There's a great scene where he's at a party in the suburbs and he has to leave and go be Spider-Man and he tries to swing away and there's there's no buildings around. Yeah. So he's <laughs> just running through these lawns and he, he's like sort of swinging in trees and it's really funny. And then he just hits a golf course mm-hmm. and he's like, crap, and he just runs. <laughs> so it, they really humanized him. They really made him this awkward kid figuring it all out. Yeah. And it was just, it was really good to watch, really fun to watch. And in line with that, there are these little bits of humor throughout it too. Like when he was running through the golf course, later on, he's going behind these fences in this house, or these all these houses, and he goes past the screen they're playing ferris bueller's day off oh, yeah, and he yeah. has to run yeah. through the the uh-huh. golf course with the sprinklers on and he says hey great movie yeah and he swings <laughs> through and it's like normally i would think that's so dumb but this movie did everything so well that i was like yes yeah it's hilarious. it was like a sort of like edgar wrighty uh, yeah in a sense acknowledging uh, its presence yeah yeah it was it was just good uh separate note did you notice that flash was the kid in Grand Budapest Hotel, the lobby boy. Yes. Same actor. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, Sophie and I saw him in a show here in New York. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was called Butterfly... Kisses? Uh, not Butterfly <laughs> Kisses. Something... Do you want to say it? Mercury Fur. Okay. My Mer- wife just Mer- tossed me the, the title. Yeah, Thank Mercury you. Fur. Thank you, Sophie. Uh, and uh, it was just this terrible play where there's like a torture room where you can pay to torture people and stuff. And hmm. he was in it and he dies, but... We All saw right. him in that show and we're like, he was just in Grand Budapest Hotel because it came out like a year yeah. before we saw it. He's great. I, An odd casting choice for Flash only because I know a big bully of a yeah. version of Flash. But again, maybe not. Maybe more true. They're in high school. He's not some big kid. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like physically do anything to peter he just kind of messes with him all the yeah, time yeah it's like psychological yeah. <laughs> torture which a lot of people are uh prey to yeah it's probably probably more realistic and yeah. in, in fact and he calls him uh penis parker yeah, which penis is parker. very funny <laughs> when he's at the party and he says when i say penis <laughs> yeah. you say parker that's so great yeah, that's man. great yeah i love this movie i can't say enough good about it it's gonna be in theaters for like two months so sure. you're mm-hmm. gonna have time to see this please go see it please fork over the money Hopefully your audience was better than our was. We, this is the worst audience I've ever been in. And I know I always yep. say it can't get worse, mm-hmm. but somehow it always does. I said that the 4DX version of Baby Driver was the worst experience I've had in a movie theater. The yeah. movie was great. The experience was not. This trumps that. Yeah. This was way worse. Mm-hmm. We can't even get into it, but it was a very, a lot of people, a lot of noisy people. Yeah, We yeah. can't unfortunately but there are some things that i'm sure i missed in the movie thinking about what was happening in the yeah. theater at the moment which we were, makes me sad we were just dis- distracted and concerned yeah. <laughs> concerned often, often. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh but yeah i just i love this movie please go see it do you have any other thoughts gabriel uh i don't have any other thoughts i don't think i, I thought i was gonna say something but now i don't remember what it was so no you don't have any insightful <laughs> thoughts lined up that's weird yeah isn't that rare yeah most of the time i've got pockets full of them you're like a magician just pulling the inside scarf outside of his Mm -hmm. uh pocket vest uh no i agree go see this movie it was fun yep all right well that's it for us if you like the music you've heard you can find these boys at naturalanthem.net uh if you like what we're doing please subscribe and leave an apple Podcasts review that means a lot to us it really really helps us out uh you can find us at rewind cinema pod at uh, Gmail, no, Rewind Cinema, Cinema Pod Podcast. on Facebook and Twitter and Rewind mm. Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, we are probably going to shuffle some dates in the 2000s soon. 
to move our mm. regular season into, I would assume. So look out for that. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Well, good. This was a good little mini-sode. It was good. It was, what, 20? I don't know. It was about 20 minutes long. Very small. Very small. Well, until next time, everyone, we love you and watch, watch more, more.